0: You're tuned in to the It's Real podcast with your hosts, Kayla Callender and Andrew Yagi. Each week, we'll talk about what happens behind the scenes working full-time in real estate and share with you real-life stories, our successes, and failures as we work to help consumers and industry professionals reach their real estate and real-life goals. Here we go. Welcome to episode one of the It's Real podcast. I'm Andrew Yege and I'm a real estate agent.
1: Hi, I'm Kayla Callender and I'm a home mortgage lender.
0: Kayla, how's it going today?
1: It's warming up here in Fargo. We are seeing, it was 36 yesterday, Andy, so everyone had shorts on. So we're seeing a light at the end of this winter tunnel. So it's, it's going fabulously. How, how about where you're at?
0: You know, it's going really well. Sounds like you're like the the mortgage meteorologist or something.
1: <laughs> One would say. It's funny. They actually do call me that. So funny. just like uh, just like you can't really always predict the weather, you can't always predict what's going to happen in rates and mortgage world. So the job is you find someone that can try to help. So.
0: Absolutely, and, and we'll dig into that a little bit. Excited to talk about that as we kind of provide guidance, you know, for uh, individuals, for consumers, even for other professionals in our industries, um, you know, and kind of share what we're seeing and, and hopefully be a guiding light. But um, you're looking pretty festive today. Uh, tell, tell us about uh, tell us about your your red you're wearing.
1: Yes, I'm wearing red today because it is Giving Hearts Day, so that's a huge, huge thing here um, in the area where people truly just give to their favorite nonprofit charities. I'm a big fan of Homeward Animal Shelter. So I will be for sure donating um, to them. I'm actually even hosting a broker open today where we will be able to have those that are attending um, donate to their nonprofit of choice. And with every donation, they get a hug from me. So that's that's (laughs) positive.
0: (laughs) And, and actually just what a great prompter or, or yeah. reminder because uh, obviously there's so much noise out there and you know even uh for a number of organizations that i'm affiliated with and some nonprofits where i serve on boards uh well aware of it but it's really easy uh you know to get tied up in the, the day-to-day
1: yeah. it's just like a good <laughs> reminder and it's like everyone comes together wears red and everyone gives and it's it's a fun thing that we're doing here in fargo so
0: i i was reminded and 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 giving hearts a not just in Fargo but it is giving mm-hmm. hearts a nationwide yep. i know we
1: i know that it's really blossoming and flourishing so um sure. if you pull it up you'll see a lot of people on your instagram today that are supporting it
0: well, I even walked into the, the break room in, in the, the building that I'm in where we have three different tenants and, you know, one of the tenants, Valley Christian Counseling Center, they're actually based in Fargo and here in Fergus Falls, Minnesota, where I'm at, have an office and they had balloons and, and had cookies to kind of celebrate uh, Giving Hearts Day. And uh, again, likely a reminder to, hey, you know, think of us or think of your favorite novel.
1: Right. Yeah, it's a time to think. Um,
0: giving Hearts Day. But you have some other exciting things going on today?
1: Yeah, it's you know it's really picked up, Andy. I don't know what you're seeing, but I have a lot of of exciting things going on. You know, whether it's connecting with people um, in the community or truly, we're seeing this market pick up. I, what are you seeing the same, Andy, on your end?
0: Yeah, we're really seeing uh, seeing a lot of buyers come out of the woodwork, and you know, last fall, uh, you know. I think we got, especially into the later fall when rates really started rising, a lot of buyers, you know, really pulled back, um, mm-hmm. you know, like someone, you know, hit, hit the the e-brake, so to speak, and, um, you know, demand almost dried up overnight. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and thus there were a lot of homes that didn't sell, they went expired, or maybe the, the seller canceled their listing agreement, just took their homes off the market because there just wasn't any activity, or perhaps the homes weren't, weren't priced, mm-hmm. For the market, but yeah, we're really seeing uh, a lot of buyers. In fact, I was talking in passing with um, uh, another individual who works in banking and said they've really seen an influx, especially of millennials and younger, yeah. you know, coming in and saying, "Hey, you know, we're maybe not quite ready to get pre-approved, but." We are really, really curious about what's involved. Um, because, hey, we, we really are. We're ready to buy a house. So there are a lot of buyers out there. There just is not a lot of inventory in our region. And even talking to agents across the country that I connect with, I was talking to a friend of mine who is in Texas, uh, another one yesterday who's in Philadelphia and kind of the same story, just yeah. not enough inventory for, you know, the number of buyers out there.
1: But, you know, you said something that really um, struck a chord with me is people, they don't do this every day. You don't go through a mortgage application or start looking for, I mean, you might look at homes every day online, but a lot of people don't know what to expect. And they ask, well, what should I do? When, when do I get approved? How soon should I get approved? And I, I love that you said that your clients ask that or potential clients ask that because I always say there is never a time besides today that's that's um that you could get approved that could be sooner like do it now If if you prepare you at least know yes your mortgage approval will need to get refreshed if it is you know after four months but what i'm afraid that we'll see is people won't get approved and then rates hopefully will come down and inventory may come up and then there might be a frenzy. And that's the last thing that I've ever wanted for my clients is that they find their home and they haven't even gone through the approval process. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why when people are asking, when should I get approved? Now even if you're not looking for your go now, because you never know what might show up on your credit. You never know. Um, what if you have a job change? What if you have a divorce? What if you're looking to upgrade sooner because you're expecting a baby, like life happens. So that's one tidbit that if I could leave with our audience is if you're even thinking about getting approved, start today. You probably agree with that.
0: I, I would agree. And, you know, I, I think you see things, you know, maybe slightly different because usually when people are coming to you, they're they're pretty motivated. Yeah. Um, they're like, hey, I need it. And, and oftentimes, as you've told me before, it's at the 11th hour. Hey, you know, I need this pre-approval right now to put this yeah. offer in. And as I always tell buyers, you know, if you're waiting to get pre-approved till you're ready to put an offer in, you're probably too late. You're probably going to miss out on the house in our region. I think we're seeing yeah. average four to five offers on a home, I think selling over asking price i had uh, a little bit of a funny experience uh, the other day because most often you know we have people come to us hey i just want to see a house right. and you know we need to make sure that that we are spending our time wisely because um There are just there are a lot of people that that want to look at homes, but we only have time to work with the most motivated of buyers. And and it's kind of a team effort, Kayla. So we're going to do our part to help you win. But you have to do your part. And I had a buyer the other day that came to me. And, you know, I'm kind of trying to qualify him and say and, you know, ask about his living situation and kind of his timeline to better gauge to see if he's even in a position to buy and if he'd been pre-approved and he told me, he said, no, I haven't yet. You know, I've been always told that buying a house is like shopping for a car. You know, when you find it, you figure it out then.
1: No,
0: <laughs> i I'd never heard that one before, but uh, oh. I, I, I had another buyer a couple of weeks ago when I was trying to qualify her and ask her and, you know, she kind of was a little bit offended and was like, well, why are I, you know, I don't need to, to talk about the financing piece and, until I know if I like a house. Oh. Uh and are, are you worried about wasting your time? I said, yeah, I am worried about wasting my time. And I'm also worried about wasting your time because okay. part of my job as a professional, if you work with me and we have a, um, a buyer's representation agreement in place, I have a fiduciary duty to you. Okay. And, and part of that duty, even though, you know, wasting time isn't a fiduciary duty, but I'm not going to take you to look you at, a, am not going to take you to look at a property
1: uh-huh. that your
0: financing maybe isn't going to qualify for. Right. Um, right. So it, it, it's just really interesting all of the the people mm-hmm. and the individuals yeah. that you run into every
1: day. Right, and you want to know what's really cool is when a client is approved. There are some really awesome success stories where, you know, even last week I had a client make an offer. They were approved, Andy, like ready to go. They knew their budget. They sent me the property before they went to look at it. I ran the numbers. But not only do I run the numbers, not only do I say, "Here's your payment." here's what you need to bring to closing on the day of closing out of your pocket. Like who doesn't want to know that? And on top of it, we, we discuss what are the closing costs because that's another piece. So what we did is we kind of teed it up and we said, okay, here's your down payment. Here's your, your um, monthly payment, but it's going to be about $6,000 in closing costs. If you're not comfortable bringing that, or you want to negotiate that, dang, you know, this is what you can do and go to the seller and ask for them to consider providing for you. So if you're not coming prepared, you don't even know to ask that, you know, the the realtor, you Andy, maybe you're not, you have an idea of closing costs, but maybe it's a different size property or there's, it's a different program. How cool if your lender said, Hey, Andy, Hey client, here's what you need to do. Here's what everything's going to be. And that's the the client's got the deal and they got all their closing costs covered. So Mm -hmm. When you do it right, it it pays to just be prepared.
0: Yep, absolutely. So I guess really in in summary, and and, and I think that's a great takeaway, um, but really we're starting to see the market heat up um a lot of a lot of interested buyers i think the outlook is going to be not a lot of homes for sale i think it's going to be a pretty Mm -hmm. tight but a pretty stable market uh caleb we're still seeing I, i was conversing with my uh my friend chris who's an agent out in philadelphia and we were talking the other day uh about how someone asked him you know about the market crash and just talked about well you know i'm i'm really waiting you know for the market to crash and then i'm going to buy but uh, and, and, you know, kind of his response is, you know, what crash uh, there, are really, uh, you know, there, there may be, you know, some economic recession, you know, we keep hearing about it, you know, we're seeing indicators, some large corporations, uh, you know, laying people off, we're, we're seeing, you know, some of those signs, but I think the housing market's going to be pretty stable. And what about rates? I mean, what you, you've been at some conferences lately, and, and you probably look at more information than I do. Um, but but what are the, the key indicators saying for rates?
1: You know, when we look at the trend, we follow, and when I say we, I mean us mortgage lenders, um, people that are in finance, you follow that thing called the CPI report, right? That is your indicator of inflation. So, And what's
0: you know, CPI, Kayla?
1: Um, Consumer Pricing Index. So and you, if you Google CPI, you can find it. Also, I tell people, follow the MBA, the Mortgage Bankers Association. That is a really cool graph that shows what rates have done, what rates are doing, and what they're expected to do. Now, is it going to be 100% accurate? Of course not. But for me, it gives me hope to see, okay, I mean, I saw a four on there. And I saw a four on there within the next, you know, 12, to 18 months. So for me, I'm seeing that as a positive in terms of people that are buying homes right now have the ability to buy a home at no competition right now yes maybe a little but not like it was andy the competition was so thick before um they were offering way over asking which that just was the market but with low interest rates so what i'm seeing is pretty hopeful right now is get into this house at let's just i'm just going to say a rate at uh, 5.875 get into that house if rates go up good thing you got 5875 But if they go down, we have clients that are kind of in this perfect position to get the house without the competition. And hopefully, according to the MBA, according to the CPI, what we're seeing every month is that rates hopefully should trend down come Q3-ish. Now, again, I will disclose, we don't know for sure, but that's what the forecasts are saying. So I don't know about you, Andy, but that makes me pretty hopeful.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. So well, I, I think you have a takeaway for today, Kayla, is, you know, if you're out there, if you're in the market, um, you know, connect with a professional of your choice, you know, uh, very early and, and stay in communication again, even if you're thinking that, you know, I'm not going to buy something today or tomorrow. Wow. Uh, go through the hoops, you know, touch base, connect with a real estate agent, kind of put together that battle plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anyone's out there watching it, you know, looking to buy or if you're looking to sell and want to talk a little bit about the market um, mm-hmm. and, and even you're thinking, hey, I'm I'm going to wait uh, to sell until, you know, we're done with our son or daughter's graduation or some other milestone. Let's mm-hmm. have a conversation today so we yeah. can yeah. talk about the process, any potential improvements. I'm going to tell you, you know, what what would make sense, what's going to net you you more money um, and help you be more successful in the sale. And equally, if you're another professional out there, maybe you're a real estate agent or a lender, you know, we love to network. I love to network. I know you love to network, Kayla, you go to a ton of events. So uh, we'd love to, to connect with you as well.
1: Love it. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, is sometimes it might just be a conversation to start, but you never know where that conversation leads, whether you're an agent, uh, a lender, a consumer, I mean, you just never know what a conversation can lead to. So we're here to help in any way.
0: Absolutely. Well, that wraps up episode one of the It's Real podcast. Kayla, uh, great to see you.
1: Uh, It was a pleasure, Andy.
0: We'll see you.
1: Bye.